At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Playing Around. I'm your host, Paige Renee, and I just got back from Iowa. Yes, Iowa, of all places. There was a VIP points bet outing out there, and it was so much fun. I didn't really know what to expect because I've never been there before, but there were a ton of cornfields. The people were very nice. And it was such a fun event. It's one of my favorite things to do is when I can stay at a par three and just hit shots all day. And that's what I did there. It was cool because normally when I do that, it's just 35 to 40 groups come through and I'm just stationed at one hole. But we did the front nine and the back nine because it was a bit of a smaller, more intimate group. So I did hole number seven at Spirit Hollow in Burlington, Iowa, if you've ever been there. (laughs) Beautiful golf course, I might add. I was shocked by how beautiful it was. A lot of the holes reminded me of holes at Shadow Creek, uh, especially number 18. It was this downhill par five that dog laid a little bit right. There was a creek that ran up the entire right side and then in front of the green. And that looked almost identical to number 18 at Shadow Creek. And then the second par three that I was at, hole 15, had water all in front of, in front of the green. And it was just missing the waterfall in the back, but that also reminded me of hole number 17 at Shadow Creek. So it was a very beautiful golf course. So I got to stay on hole seven and then hole 15. And it's just so much fun because the groups would come through. I hit a shot for them. We were trying to, they had to beat me to get some free bets. And so it was really fun. I love doing that. I actually played pretty well. I only hit or I only missed, <laughs> I only missed, I think like one or two greens throughout the entire day. So I was pretty solid. I only was hitting like a nine iron, eight or nine iron. It was two shorter holes, which was so nice because the last time I had to do this, I told you guys about this. I was at Wingfoot and I had to hit a punch three wood 
because it was into the wind 210. I was like dying the whole day trying to figure out what club to hit. And everyone's like, why aren't you hitting it to five feet? I'm like, it's a three wood. And it was nice to just have a nine iron, just pretty, you know, hit easy shots all day long. One thing that made this interesting is that some of the people who were playing, it was the first time playing golf. And they had the best attitude about it. And of course, they were getting a little frustrated here and there. But they had so much fun just being out there. And that's what I love to see because we always talk about growing the game of golf and to see these people be on the golf course for the first time and have never played. And they were having the best time ever and trying to learn new shots. And I was trying to give them tips and they were just laughing. And to see people enjoy golf for the first time makes me so incredibly happy. I do have some bad news though. And I didn't even want to talk about this, but I know that he'll bring it up if I don't. So I did a long drive competition with Teddy G and uh, just pains me to say this. He ended up beating me. And I did not think it was going to happen because we were warming up on the range (laughs) and he couldn't hit a shot. He honestly actually like could not hit the ball. He was really struggling. So I started giving him some tips. And the weird thing that he was doing is that on his irons, so Teddy comes over the top and he hits these huge slices. So with his irons to play for that, he was aiming so far right So he'd pull it to get it back online, like left of the target, and then it would fall back. But he was 20 to 30 yards right of his target. But then on his driver, he was aiming left of his target to slice the ball over. So I've never seen someone do the opposite from their irons to their driver when it comes to alignment. But the the swing was the same issue. Normally, people have issues with their irons and it will follow through with their driver, but he was doing the exact opposite. And so I put a stick down. We were working on his alignment, which helped him so much. I talked about this in a previous episode, but the worst thing you can do is to try to adjust for your what you're doing. So if you're slicing it and it's going right, you keep aiming more left. Don't do that because you're going to have to then do a more exaggerated version of what you're doing to get it back to where it needs to go. And so you're slicing it even more because you're aiming so far left of your target. But again, the weird thing that Teddy was doing is that he was lining up right with his irons and left with his driver. So we ended up figuring that out a little bit, but I was so incredibly confident for the long drive competition only because I knew if he if he caught his and I caught mine, he is longer than me because he's like 6'2 and a man <laughs> and I'm a girl. Um and I'm 5'7. Uh so he should he should outdrive me easily, easily. Um but I was hoping and not even just hoping, I was assuming that he was going to badly miss hit it and not even find the fairway. And that's what I thought was going to happen is that he would just miss hit it and I would just hit the fairway and I would win. He hit the best drive he's ever hit and he admitted to it as well. I wanted on record though that my ball plugged. So I hit a wet spot in the fairway and there was like a crater where my ball was. I got no roll at all. He only outdrove me by I think 10 to 14 yards. I said 10, he calls it 14. So what are you going to do? 
They ended up winning. If you want to watch this whole video, you guys can go to the Points Bet USA Instagram account. The whole thing is there. But he, God, Teddy is so annoying sometimes. So the the great thing about Teddy is that he is so unbothered by anything that I say. And so we have a great dynamic where we can shit talk each other constantly. And he knows how to get under my skin. And I, I try to get under skin, but I don't think I, I do. And I can say whatever I want and he just doesn't give a shit. And that's what I really admire about him is that we can have this back and forth and he never gets hurt or offended or upset by it, which is so much fun. But I do, (laughs) I get irritated by Teddy so much and he knows that too. And, uh, he's great and we, we have a great relationship, but still it's like, he will just do things to just irritate me. So after the long drive was the last thing we did for the date. We came back into the clubhouse. And you know how when someone does something and they don't want to just come out and say it. And so they try to either like people just like when they're sad or happy, when they're like sighing or like they want you to ask them like how they're doing or so that you could, they could talk about something. And so Teddy like came in and he was like, you know, saying these like, oh, uh, you know, don't talk to pay. I'm just like these weird little side remarks. And then people were like, what happened, Teddy? And he's like, I just beat Paige in a long drive contest. <laughs> and I was like, Teddy, just fucking say it. Just like come out and say it. You don't have to like build it up into this big thing. And so he was doing that the entire time. And we were also sitting out on their on the deck of like their hospitality little area, um, dining area. (laughs) And I'm sitting in front of him and also I hear his phone on full blast replaying the, the drive that he hit over and over and over again. I finally look back and he's like, Oh, did you hear that? I'm like, yes, Teddy, I fucking heard that. Stop it. Um, so it was the best moment of Teddy's life and I'll give it to him, but Oh, that just hurts. I know I'm never going to live that down because I was very confident that I was going to beat it, like fully confident I was going to beat him. And there's no way Teddy would ever beat me in a full round of golf. I would probably have to give him at least 10 shots, I would say, but he'll always have a long drive over me. (laughs) Jeez. While that was all happening, the Wyndham Championship was also going on. I unfortunately didn't get to watch a lot of it because I was at the event and then I was stuck in the Iowa airport with little to no service. So I didn't really get to see most of it. And I'm really upset that I missed majority of it because it was such an amazing tournament, a six-person playoff. And it's a very important time, especially for a lot of these guys to try to get that Ryder Cup spot. And so Kevin Kisner ended up winning and that puts him in a really great position now. But I feel so bad for Adam Scott. I love Adam Scott. And to see him miss such a short putt to win and then to end up not even winning the playoff hurt. I remember when I was playing in a qualifier to get into the Heather Farr. It was a big AJGA tournament at Longbow here in Arizona. And I wanted I wanted to play it. It was the first year I tried to qualify. And so the way that the AJGA works, if you don't have enough, they were like stars at the time. Um, that's through like playing well and, you know, playing a lot of events. So I was new and so I didn't have any status to be able to get into the tournament. So I had to qualify for it. 
And I ended up doing a two-person playoff. First hole, I have a two-footer to win to play in the Heather Farr tournament. And I missed it. I missed it. And out of anger, I took my club and I swung as hard as I could at my shoe. I fucking missed my shoe and hit my my ankle bone. And if anyone has ever done that, it is the most painful thing you could ever imagine. So not only am I embarrassed because I just missed this putt, but I'm like limping over and everyone knew. I mean, you just heard it connect to the bone (laughs) and everyone knew. I'm like limping over. I ended up losing the next hole. And I was like, great, great. Um, I've had a pretty good record with playoffs, but I will never, ever forget that. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, (gasps) the longbow playoff. (laughs) You just... You just remember those short putts and like the nerves that you have. And I think hitting short putts is probably one of the most like difficult things in all of sports under pressure. I feel like with other sports, you can use your adrenaline to help you, but with golf, you can't, and especially on putting. And so your hands are shaking and you're just standing over the putt and you're like, I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss this putt. What I'm going to miss this. <laughs> and it's just so incredibly nerve wracking. And then when you do miss it, you just feel so horrible about yourself. But I was a pretty decent short putter, but I will never, ever forget that. Yeah. Just give me a moment to just think about it again for one more second. Yep, that sucked. <laughs> so we're going to take a little bit of a break. When we come back, I'm going to explain the FedEx Cup playoffs, give a couple of my picks and talk about some other things that are happening in the sports world. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And we are back. I want to talk about the FedEx Cup playoffs. The format is always a little bit confusing, and I think it has been more confusing in the past with how the point system was set up. 
Um, it's still confusing because they change it all the time. So you never know what's actually going on. So I'm here to give you guys a quick rundown. So there's three playoff events. So two and then the tour championship. It's the top 125 are playing in the first event. And this is really important because the top 125 keep their tour card for next season. Ugh, I can't even imagine having to go grinding all year and then having to go back to Q school or the corn Ferry tour Q schools. Hell, I would say the worst thing that I've ever had to do within my golf career was go to Q school. Not only was it 125 degrees, we were playing in Palm Springs in like fucking August. Uh, but there's just a pressure that you have to get through first stage and it's, it's expensive too. I don't think people realize how expensive each stage is. So you have to raise a lot of money if you don't have money and you're there for such a long time because it's like when I, they've changed it up now, but when I was doing it, it was like three, the more the traditionals, the three stages. And then, you know, the first one was like, you have like seven rounds, they have a cut. And so it's just so difficult. And so you're there for such a long time playing all of the practice rounds. There were three different golf courses that we played on. So you have to do at least three practice rounds. And then you have, you know, the full week of playing golf and one bad shot. I was playing pretty well. I played well the first day. And then the second day I was also playing well. I ended up doubling my last hole. And so I went from being like 25th to 70, 70th just by making a double bogey on my last hole. And I was so defeated, ended up playing bad the next, I think, two rounds or so. I, I just shot myself out of it by one bad swing. And so you have that all that weight and that pressure on you. And I think that's what also makes golf so difficult. We talked about the short putts, but just the fact that one bad swing can ruin your entire round. And when you are playing bad, you can never be taken out by a coach or, you know, you don't get to sit on the bench when you have a bad shot or you're having a bad day, you got to fight through it. And that just is the hardest thing. It's like, even when you start off bad, maybe the first couple holes and you're like, great, I have four and a half more hours to just grind through this round and you can't walk off. You always have to finish. And that's what I hate. I wish sometimes I wish I could just walk off. But then all of a sudden you can make five birdies in a row and turn your entire round around, round, around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But you can get it back on track so quickly, but it can go off track so quickly. And I think that's the addicting part about golf is you never know what's going to happen. And you would have the worst shot of your life or the best swing of your life. And you just never know. And especially when you walk on the first hole, it's like, okay. Am I going to shoot an 83? Am I going to shoot a 63? And that is exciting. Not so much in competition. I did not like the, that part of it in competition, but just playing for fun, that is what's so exciting about it. And people always say you could have the worst round of your life, but if you birdie the last hole or hit a really great drive, that always keeps you coming back. And so there's just that love-hate relationship with golf. And the unknown, I think, is exciting. And also, again, just makes it so addicting you never know what's going to happen. You could have the best round, the worst round. You just don't know. Or you can make a hole in one. You don't know. Or you could lose your ball. You don't know. <laughs> uh, I totally got off track of what I was talking about. But top 125 um, keeps their tour card. And that's really important, especially this year with the Ryder Cup coming up. There's a ton of players fighting for the last couple spots. And it's all really close. And so these uh, last three events will be really important. And then, so the top 125 gets whittled down to 30 for the tour championship. And it's really important to play well in those first two events because 
you're um, getting more FedEx Cup points and you want to be the top seed going into the Tour Championship because you start with an advantage, you start at 10 under. And so you're basically, I, I, I mean, you should win. <laughs> you should win if you have that much of an advantage before the round even starts. And they're playing for $15 million, which is just an insane amount of money. $15 million. I like the way that the FedEx Cup playoffs are set up now, but it just, I wish they could be more exciting because playoffs and every other sport are the best. I mean, I love watching the playoffs and I know it's different. You can't really compare because golf has their four majors and those are the big events. And then when it comes to the playoffs, it's just kind of a a bonus, a really nice fucking bonus of $15 million. But it's not something that they're dying to get compared to, you know, the green jacket or to get a major win. Like those are what they're really focused on. And so it's never going to compete with the majors. And I think they have done a good job of making it still interesting. And a lot of the top guys, obviously, they, they are playing. And so anytime we get more golf, it's good. And I do enjoy watching it, but I'm trying to think of ways that they could make it better. And I I just don't think it could ever be to the point of playoffs and other sports, because again, that's all they're playing for is for the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup to get to that one point. But with golf, it's like the majors are what matter and the FedEx Cup is just kind of there. And it's great because we get to watch more golf, but it it's never going to compete with the majors in golf or with other playoffs and other sports. And that's okay. Okay, so I'm going to talk about the Northern Trust and give you some of my picks for this week. So we have John Rom, Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, and Dustin Johnson as the four favorites. Rom's at plus 1,000, Colin's at plus 1,600, same as Jordan, and Dustin is at plus 1,800. I'm really feeling good about Colin. I think this course sets up well for him and he's going to play well. You can never get discount Rom, though, especially... Um, having this little break for him. I'm sure he's going to come back really fired up, especially after what happened with the Olympics where he was not able to compete because of COVID. And if you guys remember what happened the last time he tested positive for COVID, he ended up winning the U.S. Open. So if he follows that trend, he is probably going to win the Northern Trust. But I'm going to give you guys some better value picks. I like Harris English at plus 4,000. He's also one of those guys um, teetering in that Ryder Cup position. So if he gets the win here, he will probably end up getting that spot. I also really want to root for um, Scott at plus 4,500. You just have to root for him after what happened after the playoff and missing it. And I just I love, I love Adam Scott. His, his swing is one of the most beautiful swings I've ever seen. If you want to look at almost a perfect golf swing, you can look at Adam Scott's swing. Same with Louis Eustazen. I think they have the two best swings in golf by far. I'm sticking to it. What do you guys think? I'm actually always interested about that. So I think everyone finds golf swings um, appealing in different ways. And so I love Adam Scott's and Louis swing, but like most people think Tiger in the 200, 2000, 200s, 2000s. Um, they love his swing. So there's, there's just, everyone always thinks about swings a little bit differently. So which swing do you guys like? Max Homa, I'm picking him as a good long shot. He's another one. If he gets a win, I would love to see him on the Ryder Cup. He's at 150 to one. I just would love to see that. I think having Max 
at big events and having the social media presence that he has makes golf better. I love when he tweets and I think it would just be so much fun to watch his Twitter uh, throughout the Ryder Cup because we know that's such an intense event. And I think it would just be fun to watch that and always get him in the mix. I'm also liking Sam Burns at plus 6,000. He has a really solid swing and he's been playing um, really consistent towards the back end of the season. And he's also a player that I was root for. Cameron Smith at plus 4,000 is always a really solid pick. Again, we're looking at the top guys and I think Colin or John Rahm are going to end up winning it. So if you want to get in on the action, go to the Points Bet app. We have a ton of really great boosters and name bets. So my name bet this week is John Robb and Jordan Spieth to both make the top 10. And we boosted that to plus 550. And Teddy's <laughs> Teddy's boost of the week is, so when we were doing the long drive competition, um, he was assigned Colin and I was assigned Jordan Spieth and whoever won, their player would be boosted. And so Colin Morikawa was his player to win the FedEx Cup and it was boosted to plus 400. So I was doing some fun stuff there. I always have a ton of uh, great promos and I will continue guys to give my picks um, in the upcoming weeks. I'm also really excited for NFL and college football to begin. I know we're in preseason right now and it's been fun to watch, especially especially Tim Tebow. That's been one of the big storylines. And I want to talk about this because I feel bad for him because he he's trying so hard. And you know he's trying and he's doing the best that he can. But some of those blocks were just horrendous, like so bad. And one thing that was frustrating, though, was that people at home like me would be like, oh, Tim Tebow sucks. I could have even done better. No. Tim Tebow is a freak of an athlete, and that is how bad he was embarrassed compared to the, the best guys in the world doing what they're doing. If Tim Tebow looked that bad, imagine how terrible you would look. Just because he couldn't do it does not mean that you could do it. And so I always think it's funny when people sit home and think they could do so much better when you know something like that happens. And like, no, 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 you would just you would get annihilated if you even tried. Another one of my pet peeves is when athletes try to think that they could be successful in other positions or in other sports. I hate when ex-athletes try to transition to golf and they think it's going to be so easy and it's not. It's hard. It just makes it seem like golf is such an easy sport and it's not athletic and that if you were an athlete in other sports, then you could be a professional golfer. And that's just not the case. And we've seen it over and over and over again where, you know, former football players, basketball players, volleyball players try to play golf professionally and it just doesn't click for them. They're good and they reach a really high level, but they're not playing at a professional level. The jump from being a scratch golfer to playing on tour is enormous, enormous. And I don't think people realize that. So I, when I was playing, I was a plus two, three handicap, and I still wasn't good enough to play at the highest level. The people who are playing on tour, like plus seven, plus eight handicaps. Being a scratch golfer is incredible, and every time you go to a golf course, you're probably going to be the best player there, but that doesn't mean that you're able to compete at a very high level. And so even though these former athletes get to maybe a scratch, does not mean that you can play professionally. It just means you're a decent golfer. 
And the same with Tim Tebow, where he's like, I'm going to play baseball. And never mind, I don't want to be quarterback. I'm going to play this position instead. I'm like, no, you can't just do that. (laughs) There's like, that just doesn't happen. Like people are specialized in this. And I almost just think it's offensive in a way to think that you are so incredibly talented and gifted that you're able to play every sport at that high of a level. And that's just not the case. You just can't do it. And I'm not knocking you for trying. If you get opportunities, you should 100% take them. But I just hate when people think they can just pick it up all of a sudden and just be successful at it. You can't. You got to work hard for this. And All of these athletes, especially like the golfers, they have been working their entire life. They played junior golf, college golf, and now they're playing professionally. And then for you to be like, you know what, I'm just going to switch over. Or Tim Tebow, like, you know what, I'm just going to play baseball. Like, you have no experience. I hate, I hate when people do that. It is just my biggest pet peeve. I I just despise it. (laughs) Moving on, we have the Washington football team. They're going to rename again. Here are some of the candidates. Oh my God, these are terrible. The Red Hogs, the Red Wolves, the Presidents, the Defenders, uh, the Washington football team. I think they just keep it as the Washington football team. I I, I think they just, they have to keep it. They have to keep it. That's what we're calling it and that's what I'm going to call it. I'm excited because we're going to do a ton of fun points bet content coming up for football. And I think it's going to be the best stuff that we've done yet. So I'm, I, I don't want to give it away because I think it's going to be coming up fairly soon. We haven't shot it yet, but we're thinking of all these ideas and I, I think you guys are going to love it so, so, so much. So I can't wait for that. We also have a ton of fun boosters going on right now to get ready for the season. So again, go over to the points bet app and check that out. Um, but I've been having so much fun working with points, and being creative with the content and doing so many different sports. I'm always doing golf and I love golf and it's going to be always my number one passion, but it's nice to be creative and to try different things and to do different things and to have the content be just different. I think I was looking at my feed the other day and it was like kind of the same stuff over and over and over again. And then I looked at what I was doing for points, bet. And it's so good and it's so fun and it's so interesting. And I want to try to bring that over to what I'm doing in my own content. And it's just been really fun to like try different things and do different things. So quick little short, easy podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed. So if you have any questions, comments, anything at all, you guys can contact us at par at iheartradio.com or contact us at the Instagram account, which is playing around on Instagram, like I said. So a quick little easy podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will catch you next time. Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.